Dima, and this is episode number four of my podcast, Mental Health and Me. This episode is going to focus on rejection. Now we face rejections maybe nearly every day of our lives to different extents. Some people can face rejections and be fine. Some people can face rejections and pretend to be fine and go about their daily routine. Some people can face rejections which can openly affect them for the rest of their lives. Many people actually isolate themselves or hold back from connecting with others as a fear of being rejected, which could cause what I was talking about on my last episode, loneliness. There are many, many different types of rejections. Say if you asked someone out on a date and they said no, or if you asked a friend to meet and they said that they were busy, if someone ended their relationship with you, if you were denied a job that you applied for, and maybe if you produced a podcast and nobody was listening to it. Those are just some examples of rejection, and as I said, some people find it very hard to cope with rejection, so much so that a lot of people function below their potential because I feel afraid to be rejected. I'll use myself as an example here. Throughout my working life, all my jobs have been in retail bars and pubs. A couple of hotels in between, but mostly retail bars and pubs. In 2013, after my dad passed away, I decided that I had to take steps to do something that I actually wanted to do. And so I did a teaching course for two years. And in 2015, I became a qualified tutor in the subject of performing arts, which I studied myself when I was back in college. My certificate states that I am a qualified teacher in the lifelong learning sector. Fast forward to the present and I haven't had a single paid job in teaching. Not one. I still work and do the same thing that I have been doing all my working life. Not that there is anything wrong at all in working in retail or pubs and bars. And I'll talk more about all of this and more on social status and mental health in my next episode. However, I wanted to do something that not only I would enjoy doing, but something which I believe I'd be very good at and something that I'm very passionate about. So after countless applications to countless of places for over five years, all I got was rejection, 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 over and over and over again. I tried changing my applications, modifying them, having other people check them, etc. But nothing. And admittedly, it has gotten to the point where I actually think What is the point? Why apply when I will just get rejected? You might think what many people have said to me for over five years. Q, 
keep trying, it'll happen. We'll get there one day. Believe it or not, studies have shown that the same areas of the brain become activated when we experience rejection as when we experience physical pain. This is why rejection can hurt. If you had a headache, you wouldn't start banging your head on the wall. It is the same with rejection. You have been rejected so many times before that it is almost like reopening a wound just to get hurt. This can all lead to depression as well as anger, frustration, feeling neglected, and it can really affect our self-esteem. It makes you feel that you are not good enough, and it can make you question yourself. People tell me to be positive all the time. It is easier said than done. Do people tell you to be positive? Tell you that everything will be okay? Because reassurance like that can only go so far. But now, I'll actually tell you a little story where rejection worked out. So please listen to this. I absolutely could not wait to get out of school when I was 16. It was a horrible experience, the bullying. I'd saved up my pocket money for years and I'd bought a guitar and I for some reason decided that I wanted to do music in college. A two year course. I couldn't play the guitar and I had to take my guitar in and apply for the course. All nervous going into the college for the first time without thinking or planning. I tried to play my guitar for what seemed like an absolute eternity to one of the tutors. Eventually he stopped me and said that it would be better if I learned the guitar first before I joined the music course and that I would have to go on to the lower course and do an extra year where music was only a part of the course with other subjects that I would have to do which were drama and movement and if I passed that I could then choose to specialise in one of the subjects for the following two years. I was thinking that I really didn't want to do drama and movement but I had no other option. One of the requirements on the drama course was to choose a monologue, learn and perform it. Again, without thinking, for some reason, I asked if I could write my own monologue. The very surprised tutor said that I could. I wrote it about bullying. Again, that will be an episode much later on in the podcast. Anyway, the response I got from the monologue was just overwhelming. I performed it numerous times for classes, performances that should have had nothing to do with me, for projects that I wasn't even a part of. People wanted to see it over and over again, not just students in my class, older students, the tutors and also people from outside the college. Although at 16 I wanted to do music and become a rock star, by writing and performing this monologue for drama. I actually did feel like a rock star that had just written their breakthrough song. It led me to get incredible grades and parts and everything. And I discovered that I was actually good at drama. And what I liked about it most was the exploration of the human mind, the emotions, the mental health side of it. Hence why I want to be a drama tutor now. The tutor that rejected me for the music course. The bullies from school, I guess you could say, rejected me too. 
But all these amazing things came out of it for that first year in college. Rejection helped me to develop. And you just have to wonder that maybe sometimes being rejected is actually a good thing. Because not being rejected can sometimes have a negative impact. Imagine if my tutor hadn't rejected me. I couldn't play the guitar and realistically speaking, I might not have enjoyed the original course that I wanted to do. As I have said on an earlier episode, your brain is the most complicated organ that you have. What your mind tells you can be really beneficial towards your well-being, but also, it can be your own worst enemy. Now, once your mind is convinced about something, it can be very hard to change it. As I am talking about my college days, I'll tell you that one day there was a new teacher who lasted just that one day. More specifically, one lesson. He had a complete and utter breakdown in the middle of the class. There was between 20 to 25 students and all of a sudden he started to throw things, to shout and scream at us. And then one by one he would target us individually and then would scream something about them. Maybe the way they were dressed, the way they talked, something they had said, just anything. He would then grab them and literally fling them out of the room. When there was about 10 of us left, I knew that it was probably going to be my turn soon and I was wondering what the students who had been thrown out were doing. Weren't they getting another teacher to help? So I left my things in the classroom and just ran out the door. Someone followed me. Another student. I left the room, went down the corridor, down the two flights of stairs in search of some help in another teacher. There was nobody. I exited the building and went across the courtyard and into the main building to the reception desk. I told the receptionist that there was a crazy teacher in the performing arts department. She looked at me and I cannot remember exactly what she said, but it was along the lines of, oh, yeah, okay. I was just stood there with a student who had followed me who didn't say a single word to back me up. I then turned to the security guard and said that there was a crazy teacher and was throwing things, screaming and shouting, and the students were in danger. He was even less responsive to me than the receptionist. He didn't respond at all. I was probably there for about three minutes in disbelief that nobody was doing anything. Then I saw a tutor who taught the years above me and he asked what I was doing out of class. I explained what was happening and just started shouting, come on, come on. The tutor, the other student myself were literally running back and I was shouting that there was a crazy teacher. Sure enough, when we got back in the room, a couple of chairs had been thrown. There was about five students left. For a split second, the tutor I had got stood still, open-mouthed in disbelief. He had to physically restrain the crazy teacher. And the students that were left in the room, who now had backup, started shouting things like, Knock him out! He's a lunatic! I'll leave the story there. My points being are that is when I went to get help, the receptionist and the security guard were convinced that I was lying, but I was telling the truth. I could not change their minds because their minds were already convinced. The second point being is that everyone, including myself, 
were shouting things like he was mad, he was crazy, he was a lunatic, when in hindsight, he was someone that desperately needed help. I know this now. My parents would tell me nearly every day that I was useless, that I was worthless, that I was good for nothing and that I wouldn't amount to anything. Nearly every day. This was a thing that I am actually used to, so it didn't just convince me that I was useless, worthless, good for nothing and wouldn't amount to anything. I guess that you could say that I lived my life just automatically assuming that these things were true. I know that there are a lot of people who go through this and maybe much worse too. So when talking about rejection and the truth, if you are rejected for or from something or someone, you will automatically question yourself at first. You could think things about yourself in a very negative way, that you're not good enough, that you'll never reach your potential. But remember, rejection is not the truth. As I said, rejection can really hurt. And all these negative emotions and effects that stem from rejection can really harm you. And being rejected constantly can make you not want to do anything. Because as I said, why would you want to hurt yourself through another rejection? Lower your self-esteem even further. Question yourself whether you are good enough. Doubting yourself and your abilities. Can I even bring myself to apply for another job? Does rejection from past experiences of being rejected becoming so demoralized about it make it worse each time you do get another rejection some big names icons have been rejected albert einstein one of the greatest minds in history was expelled from school elvis presley was told that he wasn't a good performer and that he should return to driving trucks steve jobs was fired from his own company Marilyn Monroe was told by modelling agencies that she should become a secretary. The writer Stephen King's first book, Carrie, was rejected 30 times by publishers, and he threw the book away, only for his wife to pick it up out of the bin who told him to try again. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest sportsmen ever, was dropped from his high school basketball team. These are just some people who went on to become hugely successful after being rejected. Would their success have happened if they hadn't been rejected? What I say next I saw in a video and I also read something about it. Now this wouldn't actually happen I know but imagine that there was a £50 note. A person offers it to someone but first that person crumples it up. They then put it in their mouth. They then chew it up. And then spit it out. And they then stamp all over it. Would the other person then still want the £50? I think that they would. Granted, they may want it. Maybe cleaned. Having to pick it up with gloves and sanitise it, etc. I am pretty sure most, if not all people, would still want the £50. Why? Because it is still £50. People may chew you up, crumple you up, and may walk all over you. 
but the same as it is with the £50 note. You will never lose your worth. You may believe that you are not good enough. That belief can be installed into you, but who actually does install that belief? Is it all the rejections that you get? Is it the people around you? The people that you have grown up with? Or is it yourself? According to the National Science Foundation, an average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Of all those thoughts, 80% were negative thoughts and 95% were repetitive thoughts. So we're repeating those negative thoughts in our heads. It is normal. It is natural to think negative thoughts. However, it is how you react to those thoughts that can make you who you are and what you will become. I cannot make anyone think positively. I cannot make anyone change things for the better. But what I can do and what I will do is say this again. Rejection is not the truth. It can actually be a tool that can make you grow stronger and become successful. So, can rejection help you to develop? Thank you so much for listening to episode 4 of my podcast, Mental Health and Me. My next episode will be in two weeks time and it is titled Social Status. I really hope that you can join me for it. Thank you so much again for listening. Thank you.